You're listening to the Intuitively Intermittent Podcast. Whether this is your first time joining me or your hundredth, thank you for being here and being a part of this important conversation. In June 2018, I was tired of being asked by the intuitive eating groups to take my conversations about intermittent fasting elsewhere. At the same time, the conversation in the intermittent fasting community wasn't addressing the emotional and spiritual needs of my IF lifestyle. Before I knew it, the Intuitively Intermittent Facebook group was up and running, and I started this podcast. I am super excited to bring you the personal stories of folks who are combining intuitive eating and intermittent fasting successfully, and really creating lives that bring them joy and meaning. Oh, nice. Okay. That's good. <laughs> okay, I think it's working. <laughs> um, hi, guys. Andrea here, and I am here with Kelly Merrill, and she and I are going to talk about her journey to intermittent fasting and how she merges it with intuitive eating, and um, full disclosure, she is my cousin-in-law. Um, and we happen to be camping this weekend, so if you hear background noises, um, that's probably what you're hearing. So, um, Kelly, hi. Hello. Thank you for agreeing to do this impromptu interview with me. Yes. Can you uh, start by sharing how you found out about IF, um, how long you've been doing it? I don't know, just just start mm-hmm. talking. <laughs> um, so, well, I heard first about intermittent fasting last, well, I probably first heard of it in like last September um, from my older sister, Katie. Um, and um, the first time I heard uh, her talking about it with one of my cousins, um, they were both, you know, just starting to dabble in it together. And they were both talking because we have like this, um, uh, uh, our own like private Facebook group amongst cousins where we like try to, you know, our mission is to lose weight and stuff. So it's cousins on a mission. It's called and um that doesn't mean you can look that up on facebook people that's a private group right that's yeah that's just the that's just a few of us but um it's just a little thing but um but um yeah we um they were talking about uh how they were going to do their first 24 hour fast going like one full day from like one o'clock one day 1 p.m. one day to 1 p.m. the next day or something of, of just not eating and that sounded so extreme to me and I was just like wow I'm I'm never gonna do that that sounds like and not that I, I never like doubted the legitimacy of I never like that oh that sounds like you're starving yourself or something I mean maybe a little bit it did but <laughs> but it more just I didn't doubt that like it was scientific or that what they were doing was unhealthy it didn't seem like that it just sounded like I could never do that. That sounds crazy. I love food and I don't want to go without it for any period of time. No, <laughs> but, um, um, but then like some time passed and I kind of thought about it. I thought, well, I mean, it would be good if I took a break from food for, you know, a period of time. Cause you don't have to go 24 hours out eating. You can go, you know, 16 hours in an eight hour window. It's like kind of the standard introductory, uh, period for a lot of people. And so that's kind of what I started to do. And when did you start? Um, um, I started doing this probably the end of October of 2017. And, um, and what were, like, you? so you said you started, like, 16-8. Like, what were those first 16-hour fasts like? Were they really hard for you? Did it come um, easily? 
I think they were hard at first. I had to ease myself into it because at first I wasn't doing, I wasn't fasting. I was making lunch at work in the middle of the day be my main meal and I was making my breakfast and my dinners be really, really small, like snacks, be like basically just like I'm eating like some cheese and nuts and berries, you know, just like really tiny, just like meals. And then eventually I just got to a point where like, I don't even need this food. I, I can just like at night, if I'm a, a little hungry, I just go to bed. And that sounds, and to people who don't know anything about this, that sounds terrible, but it's, it's not, you just go to bed. And then when I wake up in the morning, I've been fasted for so long that I have no appetite in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and that's appetite correction was the most awesome thing for me to ever experience. <laughs> so I think I want to, yeah, cause you mentioned something and like you talk about going to bed a little hungry. And so mm -hmm. one of the things that's helped me is like, there's this notion of a hunger scale, which I know they talk about in intuitive eating where like a zero is like, you're so hungry. You would eat your child and yeah. 10 being you're so full that you would like, you're sick, like yeah, physically sick. sick. And yeah. so like when you say you go to bed hungry or you get, you know, whenever, whenever you get hungry when you're in a fasted state, like if mm -hmm. five is like, you're neither hungry nor full right? Kind of and you neutral. say you're a little hungry, what does that mean to you? Is that a four? Is it a three? Right. Um, I, yeah, I love that skill cause I love uh, being able to like tune in and, and, and kind of pinpoint exactly what it's at. I'd say a lot of times when I go to bed and I'm a little hungry, it probably is like a three or four. Okay. It's not much. It's yeah. like, it's just like little hum you know, like hunger growl in my stomach and you know, it's because it, it, hunger comes in waves, you know, it's something that you can ignore. It might, I might only be hungry for about 30 minutes and then it passes. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's one of those. And one of the things that I found helpful too, is like when I think of like the three, um, I read somewhere that if you, if you think of a three on the hunger scale, that that's like, you would want to eat within like the next half hour or so mm -hmm. versus like a four is you probably would want to eat within like one to two hours. Mm -hmm. And that's what I find too, is like when I'm fasting, I don't get beyond like a three and a half or a four, mm -hmm. but then I'm engaged and I'm doing other things and it passes and like, mm -hmm. it just completely disappears. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the members in the intuitively intermittent Facebook group talked about how. Um, you know, gurgling in your belly is actually potentially just digestion. Like mm -hmm. that's not necessarily like we associate yeah. that with hunger, Yeah. but um, is that really hunger? And that's the, you know, part of the intuitive stuff that we have to tune into. Right. Um, so thank you for sharing that little story. So I know everybody starts IF with different objectives. Um, like what, what would you say have been your successes with IF since you started? Um, probably my relationship with food is the best thing um that has come from it um and weight loss of course has you know been a nice perk um you know I'm probably like 10 or 15 pounds from my goal weight but at this point I don't even think about it that way I just think because the scale I feel like lies mm -hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't I would rather just be uh you know I'd, I'd rather not feel like I'm limited on what I can like activities I can do because of how physically fit I am and I like how intermittent fasting combines with um you know you know my workout routine and everything I feel like I found like a really good balance of you know when to eat and when I'm working out and um, and just my relationship with food has totally improved and it's not something I'm not really tracking my weight anymore and um 
I mean, you know, other than that, I haven't really had any, you know, arthritis and stuff hasn't kicked in for me yet. But I do look forward to, if you know, if this is a lifestyle keep up for the rest of my life, hopefully those things will never become a serious, serious problem for mm-hmm. me. I mean, you know, I never know, but... <laughs> and actually, I feel like maybe mentioning your age or an age range would be appropriate. So people right. listening to this, like, do you mind sharing your age? Oh, no, or... not at all. I'm 23 years old. Um... Okay. Um, yes. Um... So is this something that you feel like you can picture doing long-term? Yes. So this is... Definitely. Like, this is how you want to eat sort of indefinitely. Of yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talk in our group about the intuitive eating aspects, and so... I'd be curious to hear, like, what parts of intuitive eating have been most challenging for you, and then what parts have been um, the easiest for you to adapt to? Yeah. Challenging is easy to answer because (laughs) um, I get in uh, a mindset of, like, you know, when you're in certain situations and your entire life, you've always been used to eating, like on road trips for instance like we took an hour-long road trip out to get here to go camping and road trips for some reason are just always like I like to snack on road trips Mm. I like to have something to eat I like to have like my like Red Bull it's you know like all this stuff so that's like I feel like I almost want to replace it with like something else like I don't know so instead I like try to like listen to music and sing along to that instead so I'm like kind of like actively doing something else instead of like sitting there and munching mm-hmm. on things it's you know that's a little bit of a challenge and then also of course just like social situations where everybody else is eating and sometimes you know I'll give in to that a lot which is I know I shouldn't but um. well, don't, don't shit on yourself <laughs> I know that's, intuitive eating you, you can there are like I, I just wrote about this in the group yesterday where like I, I had a really off day yesterday. Like, I ate mm-hmm. a lot of food when I wasn't hungry. And the reality is, like, there are going to be days in an intuitive eating journey where that is the reality. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like that um, – and sorry to call you out on the should thing. But, like, I feel yeah. like we have to change that language, right? Yeah. Because that's the rules yeah. that probably led us to gain weight in the first place yeah. if that's our goal. Yeah. Um, so, the challenging one um, sounds like – eating when you're not really hungry, maybe out of boredom or social situations. And mm. would you say there's been anything that has come really easily? Like, um, like uh, something that I'm reflecting back from mm. what you, you said was it sounds like you're not weighing yourself anymore. And like your relationship with your body has really changed, which mm-hmm. is one of the principles of IE, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, of IE. Mm-hmm. Um, and like exercise would be another one that I heard you say, like, it sounds mm-hmm. like your relationship with exercise is from a healthier place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, does that give you any ideas of things that you feel like are coming really naturally to you? Yeah, um, I feel like stopping eating has been easier for me now than it ever has been before. Because of appetite correction? Because of appetite correction, Mm -hmm. yes. So what does that feel like when you get there and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm done now? What does that feel like? It feels like something I, I read recently that I've been trying to tune into a lot more since I, like, heard about this is, um... Some once you get to about four fifths full, tune into that and be really, really mindful not to go much farther than that. Okay. And I and I do. So I think I like I like kind of think about where I am. And four fifths full feels to me like like on the hunger scale, like just beyond neutral, like like a six, maybe a seven, like okay. like six and a half or something. I don't know. And <laughs> and um and so. Uh, and once I get to that point, that like 
is, is such a good like light bulb for me and, and for some reason I'm really really good at it because I hate being sick full mm. I just I think it makes me feel gross I don't like it and uh, and I just it makes me you know I hate that feeling so much <laughs> so um so and but thankfully that's got that's easier for me now than it's ever been in my life um and, and it probably it wasn't always like that it definitely used to be a challenge it probably was more of a challenge at the beginning but appetite correction kicks in pretty quickly i mean the first one or two weeks of intermittent fasting probably was the most challenging but it, appetite correction kicked in so quickly that it's it's so it's no longer challenging it's been you know months and months and months now that i've been doing this and it's it's so intuitive itself. And actually, I feel like um, you talked about 16-8, but we didn't really talk about, like, what you're doing currently. Like, what mm -hmm. does your normal... Um, and I, I feel like you and I have spoken and you do something different on the weekends sometimes or whatever. So just, mm -hmm. could you just summarize kind of what your IF looks like these days? Yes. So a regular day for me, routine, or well, a routine week for me is OMAD. OMAD being one meal a day. Um, that's pretty much what I do. I eat lunch every day. I skip breakfast and dinner and that's it. And it's a perfect balance for me now. And I really don't feel hungry much other than when it's like lunchtime. Now my body's accustomed to around 1 p.m. That's when hunger kicks in. Okay. <laughs> so, and, uh, and so that's pretty much what I'm doing. And, and then the, sometimes like, you know, life happens and you know, you're in different social situations, you're camping, somebody's birthday, you know, all these things that come up and stuff. I don't, I try not to sweat that stuff too much. I try not because this is my lifestyle. I know I can jump back quite quickly and go back into just my routine and what I'm used to. So if I end up, you know, extending my window late into like 8 p.m., even though on a typical day I usually close it by 3 p.m., um, I, don't, I don't care. I mean, it's, it's okay. You know, I, I know that I still am tuning in and I feel, I feel healthy. I feel good. I'm not getting myself to that sickness point of, of, like, oh, I've eaten too much food because even if my window is from 1 p.m. to 8 o'clock at night and it's a lot longer than I, you know, would typically want it to be, that's totally okay because, um, because with intuitive eating, you know, eat a few bites here and there, no, I'm good, I'll, you know, wait until, you know, until later on and, you know, we're eating like the next course of snacks or something, you know, and then <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and then does that, do you find that, like, like, because last night our windows were open late you know, right. in comparison to, like, what you were just talking about. Right. So do you feel like today is going to be, like, do you think that you'll still end up eating at one? Or do you generally find that your hunger doesn't kick in until later? Like, how does that transition oh, work no. for you? I think my body is pretty solidly on the one o'clock point. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty solidly. I always get hungry at midday. And that's just what I'm used to now. But I won't, I won't still be hungry beyond you know beyond three three o'clock pretty much I it just doesn't happen anymore so yeah. well um I don't have anything else that I can ask you and I know that uh our our peeps are wanting to pack up and ship out um right. is there anything else that you want to just chime in and share or I don't know um, suggestions or feedback for people who are getting started or how to merge IE and IF, anything like that. Yeah. Sage words of wisdom. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I don't know. Well, uh, first of all, intermittent fasting and intuitive eating 
I think are almost impossible not to pair together. I think uh, even if you don't know about intuitive eating, you're probably already doing it if you are intermittent fasting. Or at least trying to or do it. Or at least you're trying to do it. Perhaps you're, perhaps you're finding yourself binging during your eating window, which I've totally done. Um, just uh, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, and just keep doing it. Just keep trying to fine-tune yourself. Change where your window is. Because I know a majority of the people that I've seen who do intermittent fasting, their window isn't, they don't eat at lunch. They eat dinner with their family when they get home. And, you know, probably because I'm 23, I don't have, like, a family I go home to every night and want to eat dinner with. So that's why it's better for me to eat my lunch. But still, like, kind of look into it. If you're finding that you're hungry all day long and you're, you know, and you hate waiting until dinner to eat something, I mean, you know, try try playing with your mm-hmm. window. Make it early in the day if that helps. Eat, mm-hmm. eat, your, eat your breakfast, your breakfast at a different time and see if that helps you, you know, uh, get better control of your hunger and your relationship with food because it really, really helps. I find, I don't think that I would... Lunch is such a perfect time for me to eat. I love it. So yeah, just, you know, I think that's that. I think that's important too because the fast really shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be like, miserable, right? Like it, it's not <laughs> like we're white knuckling it until the clock hits. Like yeah. if if your body is in a truly fasted state, like you're clean fasting, you're fat adapted, it really is not difficult. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that I think that people who have no knowledge of IF really just don't understand. Um, and why I think these kinds of conversations are so valuable. Uh-huh, definitely. Um, so thank you for taking time out of your morning to You're chat welcome. with me. And um, yeah, thanks again. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I hope that worked. It looks like it worked. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Intuitively Intermittent Podcast. If you would like to join in a community of like-minded fasters, uh, come on over to the Intuitively Intermittent Facebook group and join the conversation there. I look forward to seeing you. Just answer a few questions and I'll let you in the group and you can be a part of the amazing community that I'm building. Uh, And I look forward to seeing you soon.